And a good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Political Theater. I am your host, Charles Nash, here on the Dark Knight mic. And I have a show for everyone tonight. It is a new week, and it is August the 16th of 2022. We're going to get right into today's show. Now, getting into today's show, I'm going to go ahead and give everybody a little breakdown because as of today, we're going to start changing some things with the show. I think it's going to be for the better. Now, in the past year and a half on this show, I have kind of kept the show to a PG rating level. I have watched what I have said. I have sometimes restrained myself from making comments that I would have loved to have made over key topics, but I didn't. So as of today, I'm going to bump up my show to a rating for M is mature, pretty much, as they would say in in TV and radio. So with that in mind, if you have small children, probably not advised for them to be listening to the show. Because as of now, everyone has been warned. I'm going to start taking this up a notch on the show. So if you have children that are in the room, if you have children that are in your car, you don't like to hear foul language, if you don't want to hear the truth about things down to the nitty-gritty and the way it's going to be said, uh, I would rather turn this way down or not listen to it while they're in the room with you. Now, with that being said, I have put out my, my warning This is what's going to be happening going forward. Now, I probably am going to have people say, well, why, Mr. Nash, why, why the sudden change? Why are you, why are you kicking it up a notch? Well, I have decided that, you know, I have my own personal reasons behind this, but I talk to so many people on the streets, not just here in Ohio, in other states as well. And you know, I have got a consensus here, folks, that there is a lot of angry, pissed off Americans out there. And I'm talking legal Americans. I'm not talking your over the border shit that's coming over here across the southern border. I'm talking average Americans. Legal Americans. And for the people who have become American citizens legally, they're pissed off too because of the way the system is being cheated for everybody. And I'm not just talking about what's coming in illegally across our southern borders. I'm not just talking about what's happening at the federal level. I'm talking not just what's happening at the state level. I'm talking in your own communities at your county level, all over the United States. And you know, I I tell everybody all the time that there is a two-tier justice system. 
even though I am convinced that justice will prevail in the end, I'm going to tell everybody I'm not so sure about that anymore. I'm going to give everybody a rundown why I become a little bit disgruntled and why I've decided to bump this up. It goes down to I had my own share here this past two months and really here the last two weeks of a two-tier justice system. I'm just going to go ahead and just lay it out here with everybody. I'm not going to sugarcoat this shit no more. When you're a parent and you're a dad like me, you want the best for your children, and you're told by a court system that you have all of these rights and you come to legal agreements, and here is your rights as a father and as a parent, And then you have someone who legally just goes out of their way to take court orders, to take agreements, and they do the opposite, and they're never held to standards, but yet the court for some reason finds you to standards on everything because you're a man, because I don't have a vagina. I have a real big gripe about that. And I'm sure it's not just here in the state of Ohio. Trust me, I have a lot of gripes. But that's my one that's really irking me right now. It's how when it comes to our justice system, county, state, and federal, American taxpayers, American citizens, we're getting jerked around. And there is a two-tier, multiple-tier justice system. Fathers in this country, especially here in the state of Ohio, are treated like garbage when it comes to court matters. If you're a good dad <clears throat> and you, you want to be part of your children's lives, the court will go out of its way to fuck you over every chance that they get. And I'm not the only one. <clears throat> I have talked to so many people who was having the same issue. You know, I had Craig Marks on here who's running as an independent for the Ohio governorship. I have a message for him if you're listening to the show. Do us a favor. If, if by miracle, people write you in and you win, do me a favor. You want to go after corruption in the court systems? Go after the judges. Matter of fact, there needs to be legislation that's put in here to Ohio about how unfair it is towards fathers' rights when it comes to, rather, divorce, custody battles, you name it. Because the guy gets screwed over no matter what. You know, if you're a sleazeball father or mother and you don't want to have anything to do with your kid, I can see the Justice Department throwing the book at you. But when you're a good parent or a good dad, I should say, <clears throat> and you're trying to do everything you can to be part of your child's life, and the opposite person does everything to not include you 
And so you go to court. You spend thousands of dollars for them to say, okay, you have equal rights. Here's, here's shared parenting. But yet when you go and use your rights in that shared parenting, you get told every step of the way, well, even though it's on a piece of paper, it really doesn't mean jack shit. Because that's what's going on right now. That's what's going on with me. That's what's going on with a lot of other dads here in Ohio and probably all across the country as well. So I had to start in with what's what's really griping me tonight. <clears throat> now, legally, I can't get into anything else. I can't name names. <clears throat> and that's fine. But there really needs to be some laws and procedures about protecting fathers' rights when it comes to their kids. We also need to get rid of this two-tier justice system that's popping up all over the United States. At every level of the Justice Department. And I will agree with Craig Marks. I will agree with him. There needs to start being serious, serious consideration when looked at for judges looking at corruption within the justice system itself. And there honestly needs to be, just like it needs to happen in Congress, <clears throat> it needs to happen on all political fronts when it comes to people in power. Same thing with judges. I think you only should be allowed to serve so many terms before you're done. We have judges that have been sitting in their chamber, elected, year after year after year. Some people have 20 years or more in. And they've got lazy at their jobs. You pay thousands of dollars to go into a courtroom for an attorney, for court fees, to have some lazy judge sit there and say, well, you know what, guys, we got to do this. You may have to go seek a third mediation party. I don't want to rule on this. Or you have the whole thing where it's, well, we'll have to do six trials before we make a determination. I have all the evidence in front of me. I can do this right now. But I would rather spend your money and cost you more court costs. We need to do this six more times. And then you have your attorneys. Your attorneys who go, well, it's going to cost you $6,000 a retaining fee. Non-refundable. I can't guarantee I'll win you your case. I'll give it my best shot. Go into the courtroom then, and then they just go, well, I think we should just lay down. Even though we have things in our favor, I think we should just lay down. I think you guys should just come to an agreement. Even though there are things within the individual's past that you're taking them to court for, I, I think you guys should come to a reconciliation. That is our justice system. I'm just describing you the local level. It's a joke. 
<clears throat> what I find even more disturbing, just here yesterday, and this is my own personal account, I go down to our court, family court in Marion, Ohio. I go down to look for a specific record. It was an entry that the judge made a ruling on, supposed to be on file. I had to go through 400 pages, folks. And the files were incomplete. We didn't even find the document we were looking for because, well, the records office can't find it. It's magically gone. I had two women helping me and they were even lost on the files. You know the excuse that I got? Well, we know we're behind. You're behind. My court case was settled in June and you're behind. We're in mid-August. <clears throat> so that is my gripe on the justice system as it stands here at the local level here in Marion. I would love to hear from other people about this, not with just fathers and their lack of rights when it comes to the justice system. If you're having an issue, I would love to hear about it. I really would. I would love to hear about the shit that you're going through. I would love people to start calling their local Congress representatives. Because I am telling you, there is a lot of damn corruption going on at all justice levels. Real big corruption. And that's just mine at the local. And I had an article today I want to share with everybody. This was in the Columbus Dispatch here in Ohio. In Columbus, Ohio. You had jerkface Mike DeWine. You know, Garth from Wayne's World? That's what I call him. Now, he had made a promise during his campaign when he ran to become governor that if he was elected, <clears throat> he would start letting court battles be decided by judges and he would give more power, especially if it was a, a state's issue that he had governor power on he would be giving it back to the courts to make big decisions for here in ohio would you like to know there was an article today in the columbus dispatch mike dewine has yet again backtracked on his word on that big fucking surprise and you know what i laugh about today i'm at work I hear people talking about this and how they can't believe how much Mike DeWine has just gone back on his word. And then I had some people in the park today. I had two old ladies that was sitting on a bench that I was overworking beside today, going on about how they can't believe that people, the business administration, here in Ohio, could rally behind Mike DeWine after he shut down all the businesses during COVID. 
They just can't understand that. Well, I can fucking give you the answer for that. It's called money talks. That's all it is. He's taking his money. He's taking the Republican money. And yes, you heard me say it. I'm attacking a Republican. I get hate mail all the time from you left garbage. People that listen to my show and my podcast, and you sit there and go, you attack the left all the time. We never hear you going. Well, here it is now. You heard me go on about a Republican now. <clears throat> I don't know how many damn times I've told people that I'm an independent. I'm a conservative, but I'm a damn independent. I'm not a Republican, and I sure as hell ain't a Democrat. And if you ask me about the communist left and why I hate them, you're a fucking moron. What is there to like about them? Not a damn thing. They have screwed this country over so bad it's not even recognizable. Now, getting back to what I was talking about, I had these two old ladies talking about how they just couldn't understand how the business administration here of Ohio could rally behind Mike DeWine. After all the shutdowns he did and all the damage he did to small businesses. Again, it's money. He paid all these people off. The important ones. I'm going to tell everybody right now. You want to know what my... My prediction is, I was predicting that Ann Whaley, or excuse me, Nan Whaley is going to win it because of buyer's remorse, and then she's just going to sit there and not be able to do a damn thing. But I don't know. I think there's stupid enough people here in Ohio that you're going to vote Mike DeWine in for another term, and then you're going to bitch about it. You're going to bitch when he raises taxes. You're going to bitch when he, he shuts down businesses still or again next time it'll be over monkeypox that's the that's the latest thing now here in ohio i keep hearing about monkeypox it's funny how i've never heard about this damn thing ever before in my entire life but all of a sudden this uh african chicken pox has somehow it's here and it's just thriving you do know, I want all my listeners to know, if you look up monkeypox, you know why it, it's, it's so contagious over in Africa and, and poor poverty countries? Because people live in filth. They don't bathe. And then you wonder why monkeypox is out there. I'm also just going to go ahead and say this as well. I don't really give a damn if I catch heat on this. It's just a fact. And no, I'm not gay bashing people either. But that's just like the report coming out now saying that most people that are homosexual are the ones that's spreading the virus. This monkeypox virus. So if you're having gay sex, it's easier for you to transmit it. You got people out there that's going to get offended by what I just said. And you got people that's getting offended over what was put out there by the CDC and the World Health Organization, which I don't trust them either, but still. 
if gay sex is the reason behind this and it's easier to transmit the virus that way for monkeypox, well, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. It's kind of like when they were trying to figure out how AIDS spread. Didn't take a genius to figure that out. Now I got some news articles here. I'm 21 minutes here into the show. So I've got some news articles here I want to share besides me griping and bitching and moaning about the state, the country that, you know, the the shithole that we're in now. So I've got some articles here that I want to go through. So the first one that uh, I want to go through as, as we're talking about shit hitting the fan here in this country and how it's kind of depressing. I've got an article here from Fox News and it came out August the 11th, a couple days ago. I've been sitting on this. It says Fox News poll. It says 75% of dissatisfied with the nation's direction. Well, no fucking duh. I don't think I've heard anybody out there with half a brain cell going on about how the country's heading in a good direction. I haven't talked to anybody, again, unless you're half a brain cell or you're just illiterate to what's actually going on in the world and you've got your face glued to a freaking TV. It says voter dissatisfaction abounds as most see no signs of an economic rebound. It says large majorities rate of the economy, they're rating it negatively. Fail to see signs of a recovery and are generally unhappy with the way things are going in this country. And the unhappiness is now bipartisan. As over half of Democrats join almost all Republicans and independents in being dissatisfied. Wow. Whoop the fucking do. These dumb moron Democrats are finally getting tired of their own president and they're finally getting tired of their own administration. You know what I find funny about this article when they say that? It's almost like you want to say a light bulb clicks on for these people, but it doesn't. They're morons. And you know who elected these these individuals in the office? More morons. I'm starting to really think here you know i used to be on the side of a lot of uh, a lot of people that would that would rather call in or message me and some of them were griping about what i talked about on my show and again i held back for a long time just telling people look do you want to know why we're in the state we're in because you're a moron you voted for an idiot with dementia. What did you think was going to happen? I mean, for crying out loud, you have a man who shakes hands with nobody. On Easter, he has to be directed by the Easter Bunny on the White House lawn. That's the person that you put in place over Donald Trump. I don't care if you hate Donald Trump or not. You know, I'll be honest with everybody. I voted for Donald Trump. I don't really like him as a person. I think he's a complete piece of shit. 
But I knew him being a businessman, his business ethic, his work ethic, and the way he's at least transparent with the public, rather you like how he puts it or not, I knew he was going to be a good president. And he was. And I believe he's still going to be when we go into 2024. And I'll vote for him again. But that's what you guys traded Orange Man for. Everyone went on about, well, he hurt my feelings. He says things that just make me cringe inside. I don't give a shit. Your pocketbooks were lined well with money, weren't they? Absolutely. We had job markets thriving. Absolutely. GDP growth was in the positive. Absolutely. We had security in the country, did we not? Absolutely. He was trying to get the criminal justice system reformed. He was trying to go after corruption in the DOJ. He was trying to build a, a wall on the southern border, which by now Joe Biden is now trying to finish because he knows he's tanking in the pools, which I find fucking funny. This is what I'm talking about when I say I have to come out and be raw now. Because everybody that I listen to on networks, everybody wants to keep skirting. And I was the same way. And I don't want to do it no more. I don't want to skirt because it might potentially, I might offend somebody. I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a 1990 Howard Stern, as much as I think he's a creep. At least back then, not now. Now he's just a total asshole and a loser past his time who has become the far left, left's puppet. But at least back then, Howard Stern told you how it was. Didn't really give a damn who liked it or not. And he still had people that hated him still listening because they wanted to hear what he was going to say next. I guess I'm going to have to be like that now. Because I'm done skirting because I just, I do not want to put myself in the category of our media out there. I'm just not doing that. So getting back to this article here, it says over 75% are dissatisfied with how things are going in the country today. Up from 67% in May of this year and 53% back in April of 2021. Around a 100-day point of Joe Biden's presidency. Again, really not anything to be shocked about. We have a president with dementia. What did you expect? What did you expect? That's what you voted for, America. And I know there's people that be out there, well, you know, there was cheating going on. Yeah, and who allowed the cheating? This is what I'm talking about. Average voters and American citizens are out there bitching and groaning and, and moaning about what happened. You could have stood up. You could have went out there into the streets. You could have took to the streets. Hell, if Antifa and everybody can go out there and do it, why can't regular American citizens? Look at the truckers. 
Hell, I had the, the Freedom Convoy on for here in Ohio on. At least they were trying to do something. But you got the rest of the truckers out there across the nation who apparently are too damn afraid to get off their asses in their semi-trucks and go out there like they did in the 70s and fight for their rights. Now I've got more on this. I'm 29 minutes into the first part of the show. I have to break for my Think Local First businesses. So just stay tuned. I'll be right back. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. It's me again, Charles Nash, your host from Political Theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom, find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil. They're roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to blackriflecoffee.com, order from their webpage. They will ship it to your house directly. They've got several different kinds of roasts. And again, some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee. And if you don't want to believe me or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. 